Ladies and gentlemen, we're expecting some moderate turbulence. Please remain seated and enjoy the show. Hello. And welcome to... Moderate Turbulence. I'm Jeremy. I'm Adele. And where are you, Adele? I am in Vancouver. And this time I'm in Calgary, so <laughs> it's another remote episode. Um, we did a switcheroo. Yeah, we did, we did. So Adele is on a pairing right now, so she's literally like mid-pairing while flying. Uh, and I am back in Calgary. Yeah, so I'm the one who's away from home in Jeremy's, uh, I guess the last episode you were in Florida? Yeah, yeah, we recorded with me in Orlando. Yeah, okay, so Jeremy, yeah, was away and now is about to embark on another adventure that he will for sure um, share with us very shortly. Um, and uh, yeah, I did three flights today, um, short flights, but I um, had to get up at four, 4.15 um, our time in Calgary. So okay. very, very early. So I'm quite tired. My voice can probably um, uh, be heard kind of scratchy. I'm not sick or anything. I'm just tired. And like, <laughs> I, we, we kind of planned this to, um, I told Jeremy, okay, I'm going to go back to my room. I'm going to order my food. And while the food is preparing and on the way to me, we can record the podcast. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. So, yeah, so I'm literally going to probably eat my food and then go to bed. Like, I, cool. yeah, it's like layovers are awesome. We get to be in great cities and stuff, but. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's true. And especially when you had a 4.15 wake up call this morning. I know even though you're in your own bed and it's a little better, it's, it's still 4.15. I, it, for me, it doesn't matter what time zone you're in. When it's early in the morning, it's early in the morning. Yeah, exactly. And tomorrow my wake up is not early. Uh, I mean, it's in the morning, but it's like 8 a.m. or something, which mm -hmm. Calgary time is 9 a.m., which is perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, And I'm not sure if you can hear that on the microphone, but Roxy's barking upstairs right now. It's probably, oh, I can't hear that. Probably the cat's bothering her a little bit because she's not on your lap as usual when we record. No, she's not uh, in Vancouver with me as much as I would like her to be the mascot. <laughs> and I say she would just, you know, greet passengers and be cute and everybody would love her. She wouldn't let anybody pet her, but she yep. would just be cute and everybody would be uh, entertained by her. But of course, that's not possible. It's not the kind of job that you can, um, you know, bring your own, bring, bring your pet to work day. It's not <laughs> It's not that kind of situation. We used to joke by saying, like, you should bring her as an emotional support pet, you know, as working crew. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't be frowned upon. <laughs> All right. So one thing we're going to talk about today is the process of getting back into Canada when you were in the U.S. Um, because, again, due to COVID, with the border still being not fully open, um, I had to get a COVID test before going down to the US. And then of course I had to get a COVID test before returning to Canada. Now, when leaving to go to the US, I had to get what's called an uh, antigen test. Is that what it's called? So it's a, a rapid test that they do uh, at Shoppers Drug Mart here in Canada. 
And uh, they told me, yeah, just walk in, got the test, took about 20 minutes, got the results, said you're negative. And then I had to bring that paperwork. First, I had to upload it to the um, to the airline when I was first checking in for my flight. And I had to keep the papers with me the whole time. Now, to come back to Canada, same sort of process, but you have to book your test. Now, I had a lot of complications in booking my test because first I went into a Walgreens and I spoke to them directly and they said, oh, uh, COVID test? Oh, yeah, we don't really do that here. And I'm like, okay, pretty sure it's Walgreens and CVS Pharmacy that you're supposed to do it. And then my sister looked it up uh, who lives in the US and she says, oh, no, you have to book it online. And then I was having trouble booking online with Walgreens because most of the time it was asking me for my American address as well as um, like driver's license or proof of insurance and all this stuff. And I'm like, but I'm not living in the US. I'm only visiting. So that was complicated. And then some of the Walgreens were like, oh, no, you didn't have to enter any of that information. You just click through, book a test, you're good to go. So when I was having trouble booking one at Walgreens, I said, okay, I'm going to check out CVS. So with CVS Pharmacy, uh, same sort of thing. And I was able to book a test. It was for a rapid test. And um, in the morning on the day before I was supposed to come back, when I showed up at CVS for the test, they said, yeah, so this is for the antigen test. And I was like, oh, no, the Canadian government doesn't accept the antigen test to return back to Canada. So I said, I can't get that one. Can I do the other one? Uh, and they're like, no. So then I had to take another day in Florida. Luckily, my my family was staying there uh, for another day. So I had a place to stay and all. Um, but I had to quickly try and find another Walgreens or CVS that was booking the proper test so that I could get the results in time for my flight back to Canada. And finally, I was uh, I looked up and we had some friends, uh, Vanessa and Dale. Uh, Dale's from the US and Vanessa's from Canada. Um, and they've done the trip several times going back and forth when visiting each other. So they were trying to give me a hand and try and find other places where I can get a rapid test done. And so I tried all of those places. I drove to a few of them and they were like, yeah, we can get you a rapid test. You'll get your results in 30 minutes and it'll be minimum of $200 US. <laughs> so here I am like, oh, I don't want to spend another $200 just so that I can come home. So I was able to book another test at a Walgreens that didn't require any in insurance information. It was a, a about 20 miles away from where I was staying. Uh, so I ended up going there, literally drove up, got the test done in the drive-thru. You do it yourself in front of them, hand it back to them. By the time I got back to our place, so less than an hour later, I received the results that it was negative. They're like, oh, it can take up to 48 hours to receive the results. I got them in less than an hour. Yeah, this whole this whole situation was insane. Um, I mean, the timeline for this, um, you were supposed to be there from the Monday to the Friday. You were supposed to come home on Friday and, and be back in Calgary on Friday evening. You only ended up being back in Calgary uh, late on Sunday. That's right. So that whole ordeal costed you an extra 48 hours away from home, yeah. which in your case was 48 hours more with your family, but a 48 hours filled with searching for tests and booking and driving around and, and going online and that one doesn't work and all that so <laughs> yeah and i mean um, it, it would be so yeah. much better if it was straightforward you just go onto the website book a test good but it was like the same website giving you different information every try every time you're trying to book a test it was really frustrating 
Um, and, and like our friend said, like, you know, you have to book a test a couple days in, in advance. And then one of the, I forget which one, whether it was Walgreens or CVS, but they only release bookings for the next day. So like you can't book three days in advance. You can only book for tomorrow. Uh, and they only release like new time slots at midnight. So you have to book at midnight for the next day. So it's like, it's such a complicated process. I wish it was simpler. I wish you could just walk in, but of, co- of course, like my sister was saying, it, the time slot that they give you isn't really necessary. They just want to know how many tests they have. So, like, let's say, just for example, they have fifty time slots throughout the day, but that's only because they have fifty tests. That doesn't mean if your time is at twelve forty-five, if like I showed up for my twelve forty-five appointment just before twelve, and they're like, "Yeah, no problem. There's nobody in the drive-through. Here's the test. Do it yourself. Good to go." Yeah. So, but overall, it's uh, it's still COVID times and it's still not easy to travel. Um, It's definitely easier than like last year and it's a bit safer, but overall your whole ordeal really doesn't want, doesn't make me want to travel for leisure at the moment. I think I'm going to, well, we're definitely going to like together for our, our our next trip together. It's going to be next year, but yeah, right now, if I was going to, I was thinking, I wasn't thinking about anything, but if I was thinking about anything, it's definitely, you know, nipped in the bud at this point. I just yeah. definitely going to stay in Canada. And if I get awesome layovers overseas or, or across borders within uh, work, great, because that's easier. <laughs> we're, we have exemptions and we're able to go through customs a lot easier. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for vacation right now, it's... Uh, still a headache and still not uh, super straightforward, which is why, you know, our industry is still not fully back because of these issues and why like it, and you know, like you said, you might've had to pay $200 for your test. If like it had to come to that, you had that option, but of course, like that's not the most financially um, sound thing to do. But overall, like, these booking these tests and having these extra things it's extra cost to vacations that wouldn't have yeah. you know happened before and if you have you know a family of four let's say like two teenagers or whatever and you have to every single person has to book a test and imagine every single person has to pay the 200 dollars extra for just yeah. a test yeah you know that's a lot of money to spend and you know not not everybody can afford vacations period but when you add this extra cost, it's really making vacation and traveling abroad, just crossing borders, really just for like the elite and like the the halves of the world right now, yeah. which is extra sad as well. Yeah. And like I understand the pre-COVID tests and things like that. But one of the frustrating things is that we're double vaxxed. And then it's like, okay, you know, I was happy to get the vaccines, both both doses. But I'm at this point now where it's like, but what benefit did that give me when it came to traveling? I still had to do the negative tests before, like, what what did the vaccine give me? You know what I mean? Well, in Canada, it means you don't have to quarantine. Yeah. When I came home to Canada. Yeah, yeah, you can just go about your business um, and you don't have to quarantine for 14 days because you're a Canadian and you have two doses of an approved vaccine Mm -hmm. by Health Canada. Yeah that's the advantage of course everything is going to evolve and eventually it'll be 
get better. But yeah, as that's only been since July 5th, I think, for Canadians to come back into Canada who are fully vaccinated. Yeah. So it's not, um, you know, it's it's quite recent. That was, what, two, three months ago? Not almost even. three months ago. July, August, September. Oh, yeah. I guess it is almost three months ago. Wow. We're on the but verge still, of October it's like here. <laughs> three months in a pandemic that has lasted almost two years at this point. Yeah. You know? So I know it's it steps forward, but of course, yeah, it's it was very frustrating and it was a huge headache for you and um not recommended. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, obviously you had fun and you don't regret going, but the whole like COVID tests and like running around and you know, scrambling to get that done when you're like on this website, going to this place, trying to get this yeah. done, booking this one. Should I pay two hundred dollars? Oh, I don't driving know. Driving there, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, uh, right. complicated, and you know, imagine you were in a place where you didn't speak the language. Let's say, yeah, yeah. Really, I I understand so. people's frustration, and like, I mean, we often talk about passengers' frustrations once they finally get on the plane, and I'm like, this is just an added, an added layer to cause more frustration you know mm-hmm. so it'll be interesting yeah um but we have um our new segment that we're going to share now we are having our highs and lows mm-hmm. um mine will be from my my day today because <laughs> uh, i talked about my last ones i haven't flown since we last spoke i think I don't yeah know. you did the victoria yeah you did victoria oh yeah Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Well, do you want me to start or do you want to start? Uh, you can start ladies first. Okay. It's true. Um, yeah, it's hard to keep track now what I've talked about and what I haven't because <laughs> yeah, now we're flying so much and you know, we obviously don't record on the day that we release. So, you know, and we don't get to record on the same days. So, yeah. Sometimes um, I forget. Anyways, but thank you for reminding me. I did a Victoria layover. That was my first time in that city. So that was super fun to cross out another city, explore a new part of my own country. It was absolutely beautiful. Um, the weather was perfect. It was mm, like 20 degrees ish or low 20s. Super sunny. Um, it's a cute little city um obviously it's on it's on the water um it's just really really nice place i would definitely go back there i wish i had another layover very soon um i would definitely go whale watching out of victoria there's a lot of you know those kinds of tours and and things like that so that was definitely a high just overall being able to to go there and uh, experience that um uh for a low i don't really have one at the top of my head just I was just in even though I had to get up early maybe that's my low for the day I'm just like tired and it is taking a toll on me like it's just like it's your beat it's tiring yeah and like I'm on my feet and yeah I'm not doing much but it's like I'm by the time we were because we did like back and forth today so by the time I was in Edmonton after my second flight I realized that I had already been up like awake that day today for eight hours and wow. we still had a, f- a whole other flight to do and my whole 
rest of my day and layover to enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But I was I was overall in a good mood today and nice crew, light loads, nice weather. So, yeah. Overall, my low is yeah, early mornings I'm not a fan, but uh overall is fine. Cool. Uh, for me, my, I'm going to start with my low. So my low is definitely my experience of trying to come back to Canada. Obviously I've talked a lot about it on this episode so far, but it's very frustrating. I wish it was just more streamlined, easier to book a, a, an appointment and just get it done quick and easy rather than all the running around and trying to finagle my way into it. So that would be my low, my high, um, obviously spending time with my family, some of which I hadn't seen in three years, um, was great. Uh, one of the highlights of our vacation was would be spending time at the Kennedy Space Center. We got to see everything from the Apollo 14 capsule to the uh, Atlantis space shuttle to, um, y- you know, seeing some tributes to some of the astronauts we've lost over the years from the Challenger and the Columbia space shuttles, as well as the Apollo 1 uh, launch pad um, disaster there. Uh, for me, it was just, it was incredible. Adele knows how much of a space geek I am. And uh, I was sending her messages and pictures the whole time. And she was like, you're just in heaven now, aren't you? So definitely anybody out there who's an aviation geek or a space geek of any sorts, make your way to uh, Cape Canaveral and go to the Kennedy Space Center and see all of the amazing wonders they have there. Um, Yeah, I even saw some wildlife. I saw my first ever gator in the wild (laughs) poking up from one of the little swamps. It was crazy. (laughs) <laughs> yeah jeremy was uh trigger happy with his phone that day but it was nice you know someone's happy when they're sending you lots of pictures and mm-hmm. and you know look look at what i'm just seeing I, oh look look at this oh and, and this too this is so cool that was jeremy sending me pictures all afternoon but i was happy for him obviously <laughs> of course um, i tried to snap a picture of uh, one of the space shuttles um, and I was trying to get a shot of the Canada arm, the Canada arm. Um, and so you can see like the flag, the Canadian flag and stuff on it. So maybe we'll post one of those pictures when we, uh, when we post for this episode, uh, to share that. Yeah. Jeremy's going to have to send me those pictures so I can, uh, put it up on our Instagram. Excellent. Um, so the other news that you sort of alluded to at the start of this episode is that I've been... Uh, called back into training. So I'm going to go back into instructor mode and uh, join the training team again for the month of October. This time, not in Vancouver, but in Toronto. (laughs) So uh, I get to see some of my old family and friends from the Toronto Training Center, and uh, I'll be spending October there. Again, it's going to be a little difficult being away from Adele and Roxy and the cats. Um, But, uh, you know, I'll visit back while visit home uh, as much as possible and we do have some plans to go to montreal for a few days um in there as well yeah and again with with aviation and everything um we didn't find this out until what like a few days ago like you didn't know i didn't know it was all they didn't know (laughs) yeah it was last minute um suddenly okay, yeah, you're spending uh, all of October in Toronto and there you go. And I was like, okay, <laughs> you're like, okay. So well, um, it's definitely an interest, industry that is just constantly changing, constantly involving. You have to, you know, be ready for anything. And 
Um, that's just one example. And uh, I mean, Jeremy's always willing to help. You love the training. So overall, it's a positive. But for planning purposes and being prepared mentally for to be away from each other, it was like, oh, okay. It was, yeah. I guess. <laughs> we, we should, I'll, we'll go over the the timeline of how it all sort of happened. So I got a message from the manager in Vancouver saying, Hey, what's your availability for October? And I replied saying, Hey, you know, I'm here to help whatever you need. Uh, Like I don't have any concrete plans. And then he said, okay, good stuff. One of the instructors from Montreal might contact you in the next couple of days. I said, okay, cool. I'm in Florida right now. So, you know, just keep me up to speed. And then at that time, our October schedules came out and I get a call from Adele saying, Hey, what's going on? I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, you don't have a schedule for October. And I was like, okay. I was sort of curious to see what I'd be holding. Um, So I immediately start contacting uh, all of the powers that be. And they said, yep, yep, we've got you for October. More information is is coming up shortly. Um, And I was like, "Uh, okay. That I found out uh, the next, in the next day or two that um, they're using, they're using my skills to coordinate one of the trainings in, uh, in Toronto. So I'll be there helping out. But like yeah. you said, it's constantly evolving. <laughs> like uh, I was I literally just as we were starting this uh, this podcast, I'm still getting messages from um, one of my uh, one of my colleagues in Toronto. We're just going over a few things and trying to get everything set up and trying to get all of the information that we need to put the course together that will be uh, that will be conducting starting this weekend. Yeah. Uh, so essentially, you are supposed to be in Toronto as of the first. Yeah, and we are recording Friday. this on the 28th yep. of September. So uh, I get to see you for one more afternoon in a couple days. And <laughs> that is it. Um, but I think we are good to wrap this episode up. We want it's a lot of updates, but you know, back flying is a lot of. <laughs> changes a lot of different things happening a lot of us being away from each other and especially since you're in training and not in training and training and not in training um so and we have a few interviews uh lined up so uh clarice if you're listening you're going to be on the episode very soon and um yeah so that's exciting and obviously more incidents are going to be talked about soon but Um, yeah, we wanted to update you guys, do this quickly. And I mean, it's probably not so quickly anymore, but (laughs) I hope you all having a wonderful week, end of September, beginning of fall. Um, yeah, no, I agree. And if you are out there and you are flying, make sure that you are nice to your flight attendants. Because they might have to save your butt one day. Thanks for listening, everybody. Goodbye. I don't have Roxy. I don't have Roxy here to bark. (laughs) 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 Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts. We have new episodes every Wednesday. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Moderate Turbulence on Instagram, at Mod Turbulence on Twitter, and follow us individually on Instagram at Huffy J and at La Delvi. Thank you.